This episode of Trophy Whores is brought to you by RD's Blue Ribbon Trophies. With 45 years of service to 10,056 satisfied customers, they have 186 honors and awards from the Raccoon City Business Bureau. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I Yield to No One, Steve, and Sid. Everybody and welcome to Show Viewers. This is episode four hundred and fifteen. I'm your host, Jackie Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend. He's Alex. Here again, and um, yeah, New Year, same old Alex. Hope you all are ready. He brings the awesome every week. It's I yield to no one. Oh, I've been enjoying my last couple of days of shutdown by playing nothing but video games. I see you're not playing Rock Band. Well, that's because there's no new thing going on. I did look to see if I needed to play, and there's no new challenge going on. So He's no. deeply embedded in the Frosty Fest, fest trying to earn those snowflakes to uh, to get some goods in Rocket League to outfit his car. Leave him alone. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, new year, guys. Uh, uh, a couple things I have to address on the show. Uh, because of the switch from the to our private server... Uh, there have been some hiccups, including right now, no podcast, any Proven Game podcast is reaching the uh, podcast services. So right now, uh, we're not on iTunes, Google Play, or anything like that. There's a glitch in the system. It's being worked on. Uh, it's not an error on our end. It's an error on uh, the server side, and they have to fix it, so that will uh, be working. Uh Next thing, uh, New Year, there's going to be some changes to the show. We're going to change the format of the show. We were literally just brainstorming it right before we recorded. Uh, that's going to be happening, so, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, the changes we make are good. If you don't like them, obviously hit us up in the Facebook group and let us know, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, Alex's uh, favorite moment right now is Bella is now drinking out of the water behind me. Seems she always waits until I record to drink water. She has a sense for it, just like, you know, kids and other animals. They have a sense for when you're recording and when they need to be quiet, and they like to not do that. All right. Uh, and the last bit of news, unless I can think of anything else uh, while I'm saying this, uh, I've been teasing a new podcast that's going to be happening. Uh, it is going to, the podcast is going to be called Tricky Thoughts. It's going to be a one on one conversation about topics, uh, not video game related it is going to be a patreon exclusive the only way you're going to be able to get that podcast is subscribing to our patreon and we'll tell you how to do that later uh the way tricky thoughts is going to work is we're going to post a topic if you like to come on and talk about that topic we're going to uh, bring you onto the show you're going to be able to discuss the entire topic with us uh and at the end it's going to be posted and then uh anywhere from a month to two months later after everybody's heard the podcast, we're going to revisit the topic and bring back everything that everybody wants to talk about. So if you did hear one episode and you want to speak up on it, we're going to bring you on to the show uh, 
in you know a month later or two months later to actually discuss it and have an open conversation with you. The show is designed solely to be able to talk about topics that are uh, affecting the world right now. Uh, it is going to cross uh, a multitude of topics, uh, politics, religion, all the no-nos that we don't do on the Proven Gamer Podcast. Oh, I see, Tricky. So you want to put your face in front of a loaded shotgun by talking about politics and uh, religion on a podcast. Well, see... That's the reaction I got out of everybody. Yeah, if you, hit, really... if you get that reaction from a lot of people, and you're the only one on the other side, maybe you need to rethink your stance. Well, no, no. Other people want to do this podcast, but the point of this podcast, the, the point of the Tricky Thoughts podcast, is simply because there is so much internet yelling out there that you post something... And immediately people start flaming you or whatnot. And I want to actually sit down and have a conversation and hear both sides. And whether or not we agree at the end, it doesn't matter. It's that we actually had a healthy conversation instead of just streaming over the internet or streaming in real life or whatnot. I, I urge you, I mean, it is going to be a little bit of an edgy podcast, but I urge you to listen to it. I think I'm actually going to release the first episode for free for everybody just so you get a taste and see where we're going for it. If it's not your cup of tea, we totally understand. But we think, I well, I think, and the other people that are involved in the conversations that I have set up already, we really think that, like, this is a good thing to actually just sit down and actually talk about things without having to scream and yell at each other. I mean, there have been screaming so. matches over video games on this podcast before, so just, just remember that. Yes. I do miss Donnie. It hasn't been just Donnie. Don't throw all that on his back. <laughs> that was the joke, and I was hoping to get yield a little chuckle out of yield for that. I smiled. You smiled. <laughs> we hey uh, hey hey! I can send him a message. <laughs> well, I don't think Donnie listens anymore. No, I can get a hold of him on Twitter, Facebook, PSN, and let him know what that Tricky's talking shit. No, that Tricky misses him. I don't miss him. I well, I did miss him. With every bullet I shot. Stoke the ego a little bit. Get him back on here. Yeah. Tricky's got some of that Stormtrooper syndrome. There there have been multiple uh, nods to that, to Stormtroopers having terrible accuracy in the uh, the Mandalorian. You know, I still want to watch that. It's eight episodes. You should. Hey, I, I finally got my uh, Roku stick, so I can finally get Disney Plus start watching it. Well, see, I, I have no problem paying for Disney Plus, but... Uh, Verizon apparently has this deal where if you're a Verizon wireless or if you're a Fios or wireless comp- uh, customer, you get Disney Plus for a year. Yeah, for free. So so I'm waiting for them to actually activate that before I start because I didn't want to pay for it if they're going to give it to me for free. Well, absolutely. That makes sense. But before we start talking about how great Carl Weathers is, let's uh, let's move on with this show about PlayStation trophies and games. Well, I, I was going to segue into that, but thank you for the nice segue. Updated trophy counts. I am level 54, total trophies of 12,762, and 230 Platinums. I have a new one. Which graphic novel did you get this one in? I did not. Uh, well, I don't know. Is it, is, it, could, is it a graphic novel? I don't know. No, it's only been two movies, and I got it in Lego The Incredibles. Okay, so it's e- <laughs> now we, from now on, we can assume it's either a Lego game or a Japanese graphic novel. Well, I am working on some games because of the backlog beatdown, but we're going to get into that because uh, Yield is, seems to have uh, 
making some comments lately. I made a few. Alex, you're a trophy count, sir. Oh, Tricky, you ought to, you ought to know better than that by now. Tricky, could you look it up because I don't have the page open? Uh, he's a level 31 with a trophy count of 6924 and a platinum count of 102 in 101 games. I'm a delicious level 31. Uh, yield your trophy, I sir. am a level 28 with a trophy count of 5937 and a platinum count of 92. And Sid is a level 40 with total trophies of 9,387 with 170 Platinums. Uh, let's get into what we're playing. Uh, I have been playing Lego The Incredibles. No! Uh, play- yes. Uh, <laughs> playing some Need for Speed Heat. How is that? I really don't have an opinion on it. I've only like three races in. Oh, okay. Uh, Lego DC Supervillains. Now, how is that one? I'm only a mission in. I couldn't tell you. And I played that mission on mute because I was editing the podcast at the time. You're killing me, Smalls. So, you let me tell you about my, uh, my past week here, sir. Okay, go right ahead. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to put some, some beans out there. A uh, little bit of, uh, of uh, into Tricky's life. Uh, I get a call the night of the thirtieth. So technically, it's into New Year's Eve, but the night of the thirtieth, I get a call stating that my daughter's grandfather on the mother side is passing away in his last moments. So I had to go get my daughter. Somewhere in that process, I get the word that I'm gonna now work in. New Year's Eve. So I'm working 4 to 4 p.m. to midnight in Times Square. I saw the pictures. Yes. But I what Okay. Now, I was where I was stationed was actually a block away. But because I'm literally just uh, uh, a blockade for anybody, you know, I, I was supposed to man a truck. I could walk the block and actually be standing five feet from Ryan Seacrest and uh, uh, Steve Harvey and all of them right there. Ah, uh, so a part of my job is that you have to have eight hours in between your shift. And I was already scheduled to work New Year's Day, eight to four. So with all that being said, I worked the four to 12 in Times Square, which means I didn't go to my actual district. So I didn't see when what the my work schedule was going to be for Thursday, January 2nd. So I go to work four to 12. I'm supposed to be off at midnight. I actually don't get off until 3 a.m. I'm technically not allowed to work New Year's Day now because I didn't have eight hours in between a shift, but I wound up going. Got home, and as I crawled into bed, I said, let me call and find out what my orders are, and I was back at midnight that night. Awesome. So for the first time in like six years, I called. I pulled what they called a round robin. Eight hours on, eight hours off. Eight hours on, eight hours off, eight hours on. After I got done with that, I'm sitting there editing the entire podcast while I'm trying to fo- not fall asleep. Then I get a call to stating that uh, the funeral is today, the day of a recording. So it's just been a hell of a week. I barely got uh, the podcast out on time. I think I actually got the podcast out Friday instead of Wednesday. Uh, it's just it's been a long week. What a way to start the year. Yes, 
and then uh, the goddess dropped her phone, and now that's cracked. <gasps> that's why she should have it in a case. Now, and what I didn't tell you about the whole story about this is while I was in the hospital with my my daughter's uh, grandfather passing away, they decided to take a break, went downstairs to a vending machine, and for some reason, my daughter was getting a hot tea, took the cup out too early, water splashed on the vending machine, which then hit her in the arm, in which then she dumped the entire cup on her arm, and now my daughter has second-degree burns on her arm. Boy, everybody's just starting the year off with a bang with you. <coughs> so you have to excuse me if, like, I don't have my normally, hey, hey, let's go attitude. Because it's just been a very trying week, and I'm tired. And I'd actually rather be sleeping right now than recording, but I can't disappoint my fans. That's right. Can't disappoint your fans. All two of them. <laughs> oh, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm working on Death Stranding, like I said, Lego DC Villains, Need for Speed, and I got the Platinum and Lego Incredibles. I do like Lego Incredibles, although there was one trophy in there that I did not appreciate, because it was a pain in the ass. Um, so, uh, I know we haven't done the segment in a while, and Sid's not actually here, but I'm gonna do Sophie's Trophy. If there's one trophy called, I think I should have stocked this up in... Uh, made sure my phone was to it. Uh, it's you have to. It's called that was totally wicked, and that's uh, you have to get a seventy-five hit combo. Now that doesn't sound so bad, but my tip for you to get that trophy is uh, log into the very first mission, the first section, and uh, turn on a second controller because the problem is that while you're trying to get the seventy-five hit uh, combo, the AI is actually taking out enemies. So what I recommend to do is use somebody like, excuse me, uh, Mr. Incredible or somebody with the pound attack. Jump away from an enemy, pound the ground. It will stun them so you can run up and, uh, you know, punch them a bunch of times. You get 10, 12 hits in each and just repeat that until you get the 75 hits. But like I said, turn on the second controller and also turn off the red brick for destroying contact. Because once you do the drop, it basically destroys everybody and you cannot get the combo onto them. But that was my hardest trophy. Gotcha. Alex, your trophy, sir. Or you mean what he's been playing? Yes, I'm sorry. What have you been playing, Alex? Unless he fell asleep. All right, we're going to pass on Alex right now. Yield, what have you been playing, sir? So I've been playing uh, Rocket League Frosty uh, Fest. I could probably play some more tonight and get some more stuff, but I think I'm happy where I'm at. Um, what else? Oh, I've been playing some World of Warships Legends, uh, unlocking the uh, Yamato, which is a pretty sweet ship, but they don't really have it integrated in with the regular matches very well, so that's kind of a bummer. And then I've been playing a lot of Medieval. So, that's about it. Alright, Alex, you back? Yeah. What have you been playing, sir? More Crash Team Racing, um, Winter Festival Grand Prix, and then I finished up this week getting all the uh, the snowflakes in the Frosty Fest for Rocket League, so 
Yeah, just prepping for the next uh, CTR Grand Prix and uh, got back into a little Pokemon Shield earlier today. That's about it. Let's get into our topics. Our first topic is the PlayStation Plus games in January. Uh, the day after or the day before you're hearing this, uh, PlayStation has released its first games of the new decade. Actually, you know what? I hate saying that because it's not the new decade. The new decade's not until next year. First games of 2020. Uh, you're going to be getting Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. And you're also going to get Goat Simulator. I feel like they've already released the Nathan Drake collection for PlayStation Plus before, but I could be wrong. You know, I said the same thing. I wish there was like a... I'm going to have to research and find out exactly what games came out. It's, at I some point, someone that... is going to be like, oh, they won't remember what we gave them before. Let's just give them these free games See, anyway. I if we did, I missed it because I don't own it. I think they gave it out before Uncharted 4 came out as a way to hype up Uncharted 4. Well, also, I've got the Platinum in every single Uncharted game except for uh, the first game, and the only reason I don't have the Platinum in that game is because I did all the... I beat it when it was... uh, before trophies came out for it, and there was no retroactive trophies, and, you know, at this point, like, even though that's great for people who don't have the Uncharted games, uh, I'm not going to go back and play it, any of those games again, at least for the trophies. Well, they added some trophies to to this batch since they didn't tag in the the multiplayer, and some of them are kind of like I'm not saying I won't try and go for them, but some of them is like beat the game in big head mode or speed run the game, and we all if you've listened to any episodes of Trophy Wars before, or at least while I was playing through Uncharted Four, that you know I hate Uncharted speed runs because it's not a game that you're meant to play through zippy quick. Ah, right, that makes two of us. Stop and smell the roses or you'll miss something. It's a beautiful game with a great story and great characters. Don't zip through it. It's not the original Super Mario Brothers. Alright. That being said, you yeah. Goat Simulator. No. Why? No. Why? No, I, I played it at, at my buddy's house. His kid wanted me to play it with him. I said, alright, let's play some Goat Simulator. I'm sitting there playing it and I'm like, God, this game is stupid. It is stupid. It's absolutely stupid. I, like I said in a Facebook post, Pain has more of a story than this game does. And Pain has no story. Well, to be fair, and I'm not trying to defend Goat Simulator, but Goat Simulator was never designed to be a game. It was always the tech demo that somehow got released, got caught on, and became a cult hit. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't want to be a part of that cult. I will take the Nathan Drake collection, and we'll just leave Goat Simulator go bye-bye. Alex, you interested in Goat Simulator at all? Nope. I mean, I know you guys played it for uh, Trophy War a few years back, but not something I really want to play. Uh, I, I, I'd, lo- I'd love to watch a video of you guys playing the Flappy Goat nope. Trophy. Yeah, go happen. All right. So our, our next topic is, and you'll, you kind of might remember me uh, saying this was a rumor, but Sony has patented a new PlayStation controller design with a new feature, and guess what that new feature is? Uh, a video screen where the touchpad used to be? No. What did, what did I say last week was probably uh, setting us up for the PlayStation 5 controller? Oh, the uh, back trigger edition? Yep. Sony has received patent approval for a new PlayStation DualShock controller earlier this week. 
The patent was discovered on a worldwide intellectual property organization database and features ex- at least one visibly identifiable new feature. Uh, as reported by Polygon, the patent for the new DualShock was approved on December 26th. The front controller is similar to the existing PlayStation uh, 4 DualShock, but it also differs from the new PlayStation controller patent that was uncovered in November, which is what we talked about. For example, there is no PlayStation Home button on the new patent. But the biggest change can be seen on the back of the controller. The new design adds two triggers, back triggers to the controller. Unlike the new accessory that adds the back triggers to existing PlayStation controllers, these seem to be built into the controller itself. All right, well, we should mention at this point that just because they patent it doesn't mean they're actually going to use it. I feel like that's something standard to say, like the disclaimer that should go along with any story about a patent. Yield, what do you think about this? Well, I mean... I don't really know yet. I'd have to see how they're going to integrate it. I mean, I feel that the buttons that we have now are fine. That we don't need to be adding more buttons for more commands in a game. I I feel we have enough right now. So it'll be interesting to see if it's just a way of, of people who want the pro controller. I'm using that in parentheses, air quotes here. You know, we'll instead of having to buy one, we're going to give you one out of the box where you can assign those back buttons or something, maybe. I don't know. But I don't really feel like a controller needs more buttons. All right. So our next topic, Respawn's CEO is taking over Dice LA, plans a studio name change, and announced an, un- uh, announced an unannounced game. Can you do that? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if, you, re- if you announce an unannounced game, isn't it announced? Well, his quote were, or excuse me, the LA Times reports under Zampella, who is the CEO of Respawn, there are plans to expand and launch an original, as of yet unrevealed game. The company will, will remain separate from Respawn, and Zampella says they will likely drop the dice name. It is unknown at this time what Dice LA will be renamed as. The studio has often served as a sports studio for Dice in Stockholm, Sweden, where the company was originally founded. Zampella says that with the new studio name, he wants to give the developer, quote, a new image. We want people to say this is a destination you can go to and make new content, end quote. I, I would like to ask why we're talking about a story about a game that we know nothing about. Well... It's not the game that I brought to put this in here for. It's the fact that this is the second time in recent news where a major studio head has been moved to a different section where it it really didn't make sense. The first one was Herman Holst leaving Gorilla to take over uh, Shuhei's position. And now we have the CEO of Respawn, which is behind the new uh, Star Wars game. He is now going to be taking a new role under the EA umbrella as Dice LA. Dice LA. Okay, but why why doesn't that make sense? Because Herman Holst, in in you know in the example of Gorilla Games, he was not the only talented person on that team. It's not like he made those games on his own. And you know the same could be said for Zampella. 
there are plenty of people, like, if someone's talented enough to run a studio and you need somebody, or maybe somebody just wants a different, like, job position with the company, I mean, maybe Holst wanted to move into that position, he's been at the head of Guerrilla Games for a long time, like, why does that not make sense? He's talented, he can do the job, like, why does he have to stay at Guerrilla Games where somebody else could, let's be honest, probably take over that role and do just as well? Herman Holst, I kind of understand because he moved from a studio head to overseeing all the studios. This one is you're taking Zampella, who is the CEO of Respawn, and moving him into an entirely different studio. Well, maybe that new studio needs some sort of guidance that they think Zampella can give it. Also, why should Zampella be tied to the same studio for the rest of his life? Because Zampella is the one that co-founded and owns Respawn. Okay, but is he being completely moved off of Respawn, or is he just doing double duty? It says, uh, the the first line says, Respawn Entertainment CEO and co-founder will soon be taking on a new role under the EA umbrella as head of DICE LA. It doesn't say he's leaving Respawn, but, uh, okay, down here says, as for Respawn, Zampella is still head of the studio. Okay. I, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me that. I mean, it could be major that, you know, Zampella wants a new challenge. He wants to work on more games with a different studio and different people. Um, like, it makes. It, it doesn't, like. To me, it, it doesn't seem like something that's ridiculous. If he wants to work on other projects or work with different teams and, you know, he. he like, and EA needs him in a certain place, like, that's, uh, like, a huge honor to be asked to do that. If you have. If you can cover two studios, yeah, it's going to be a ton of work, but maybe he wants to take it on. And he feels like he can do a great job with it. Like, them shuffling talented people across studios and then allowing other talented people to take over other studios, I don't think that's weird. I think that's just using the talent you have to the best of your abilities. Otherwise, you have to, like, it's like hiring from within. Like, a lot of companies love to hire within. That way you don't have to bring in more people from the outside. You're giving people within the company a chance to move up, which makes your company a more attractive one to work for. And who knows, maybe these people asked, hey, can I take on this role? i really like to do something different. All right, but th- does EA own Respawn? I thought they were still independent. That's a good question. Yeah, because if, if EA owns Respawn, then I understand EA moving him around within the company. But if he's still independent and he's still going to be the, the head of Respawn... And he's going to be the head of an EA studio that to me, I mean, I don't know if conflict of interest is the right word, but it just seems like he's splitting his loyalty between two. Okay. Well, also there was another founder of Respawn, which is Jason West. And that came out of the whole, like when they split from Activision and the whole Call of Duty thing um, from Infinity Ward and they went and formed Respawn, but it is listed as Electronic Arts as their parent company since 2017. Okay, so, I mean, okay, then that, that makes a little bit more so sense. So even if they do lose Zampello, they still have West there. All right. All right, so our topic of the week, gentlemen, uh, with the new year, uh, somebody, uh, namely IGN, has posted a list of upcoming games that we know that are coming out. Uh so, with that being said, uh, I don't know if you guys have actually had a chance to look over the list. I have. Uh, I don't know if Alex has had a chance to look over the list. Uh, but slated right now for January, we got Dragon Ball Z, Karakot, Buildings Have Feelings. Kakarot. 
Whatever. It's fucking Dragon well, Ball. I mean, Z. if you're going to have a video games shit. podcast, at least know how to read a word on a major release. And there's like GameStop has ads for that. So uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is definitely coming out this month. Uh, Journey to Savage Planet, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, and Monstrum. Uh, so, obviously, Yield, you're looking forward to Dragon Ball Z. Yes, I'm getting Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. All right. Anybody else getting anything else? All right. Uh, February 2020, PS4 game release dates. Uh, Life is Strange 2, February 4th. I thought that was already out. It is. It's probably one of the episodes, I would uh, imagine. The last episode's out. Is it? Maybe this is the physical release. Maybe it's a physical release then. All right. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Uh, that'll probably be something I will pick up later in the year. Uh, the Unicorn Princess. Yakuza 5. Yakuza Remastered Collection. Darksiders Genesis, which I'm getting. That's coming out on Valentine's Day. Is that the fourth game in the series? That would be the fourth game in the series. That seems like kind of fast to come out after Darksiders 3. Well, it's already out on PC. Wow. Yeah, it came out, I want to say, December 13th. I mean, I guess they could have been working on the games concurrently, but, like, Darksiders 3 came out, what, a year, year and a half ago? Yeah, but, well, Darksiders Genesis is not the same type of game. It's a four-player uh, top-down, like, uh, I won't say real-time strategy game, but it's kind of got, like, that Diablo uh Dungeon Crawler? I don't. I don't know if you'd call it a dungeon crawl. Well, essentially, it's not like the fourth, uh, like story, like action game with the fourth horseman. Right. Right. This is all four horsemen are uh, combined. Uh, Does that mean? Are we to assume that they have THQ Nordic has given up on the action style game of Darksiders, given how Darksiders three was received? Why don't I don't. People are shitting on Darksiders 3. I don't see it being that bad of a game. I I do see the, the difference in it because a different studio made it. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, I I think I think Darksiders 3 just failed by bad marketing because it's not a bad okay, game. Okay, well, here's the thing. Well, it did get great reviews, did it? Uh, I can look at the Metacritic. Here's the problem for Darksiders. Uh, like, obviously, THQ went bankrupt, and that initially, like, stalled the series. But the first game was the best one, and it was basically, like, a Zelda a Zelda clone, like a very dark, really good Zelda clone that, you know, took real aspects from other games and made it all into one really nice package. But every Darksiders game since then has been not as good. So they've tried to make the series more its own, and it's progressively gotten worse, like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. All right. Uh, Darksiders 3 on the PlayStation 4 got a Metacritic score of 64 with a user score of uh, 7.2. That's not bad. Uh, Let me see if I can find the other ones. Not that I think there will be any different. Uh, Darksiders 3 on PC got a Metacritic of 70. It got a 69 on the Xbox One. So, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not, you know, groundbreaking. 
All right, going back to the list. Dreams is coming out of early access and will have official release on uh, February 14th. Street Fighter V Championship Edition. Uh, Warriors O-R-O-C-H-I 4 Ultimate. Uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle is coming out. Under Night in Birth XE Late. Uh, the Mega Man Zero Z Legacy Collection. Real Heroes Firefighter, Two Point Hospital, AO Tennis, Iron Man VR, which I'm looking forward to, and One Man Punch, a hero n- nobody knows. You mean One Punch Man? I think. What did I say? Punch One? I don't know, but you said it all fucked up like. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. I can't believe Street Fighter Five is still a thing. Uh, they're coming out with Championship Edition, and it still is uh only system that's ever been on this PlayStation 4. So I'm assuming Championship Edition is probably all the DLC included. Yeah, but are people really going to buy that game all over again just to get the I feel like people who would play Street Fighter 5 already have the game, have been playing it for years and already have all the DLC they want. I can't see anybody rebuying this game. No no one picks up a fighting game like a technical fighting like that game like a technical fighting game like that on a whim. It's not like, oh, this is Championship Edition? Oh, it's, you know, 30% off? Y'all buy that now after three years? You know what? people? Capcom has some kind of knowledge because they do this all the time and they keep making money. Or this is what they've always done with Street Fighter and they know that no matter how much fans complain, they'll still buy it. Exactly. Uh, Anything else on that list you guys interested? For February... Besides Zombie Army 4, uh, Yakuza Remastered Collection would be kind of cool. What about Mega Man Zero Z Legacy Collection? Uh, Possibly, but I haven't got the other two yet. Alright. In March, we have Disaster 4. Disaster... Disaster... Why can't I say that word now? Disaster Report 4, Summer Memories... Uda Ware Rumino Prelude to the Fallen Final Fantasy 7 Remake La Muna 1 and 2 Hidden Treasure Edition My Hero 1's Justice 2 Neo 2 MLB The Show 20 Doom Eternal and Persona 5 Royale or Royal uh, The only one I'm really interested in is Final Fantasy 7, but I think I'm going to wait on buying that. You might as well wait until it all comes out. Yeah, because from what I understand, this is just the first disc. It, 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 it's done in chapters. Yeah, and from what I'm hearing, the next one's not not, not going to be for another five years. Oh, wow. Which means not to be all morbid, but people could buy this game, get the first disc, and then die before the second one comes out. Yes. Correct. Boy, Square Enix uh, certainly has some damn nerve. And the other part of this, uh, I don't know if we reported on this. Maybe it was a week I was off. But MLB The Show is no longer a PlayStation exclusive after this year. Oh, uh, well. It's going to... Well, they haven't announced it, but both when the news broke, uh, Phil Spencer and Nintendo both posted out tweets uh, signifying that it was time to play ball. So you have to assume it's going to go to them, too. Okay, good for them. Uh, anything else in March you guys are interested in? No. All right. 
April, your games are Resident Evil 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Predator Hunting Grounds, and Trials of Mana. Cyberpunk 2077. Alex? Uh, not really interested in any of that. I know that Yield really, uh, like he said, Cyberpunk is kind of where he's looking for. But I am interested to see how uh, the Predator game does, because that's going to be uh, that's gonna play a lot like the uh, Friday 13th game that came out uh, last year. Last year or the year before? I think it's last year. All right. Uh, I'm interested in Predator, but uh, I I really have no interest in Cyberpunk. Okay. Well, then I guess it's just little old me. Uh, May is the month I'm waiting for. May is going to be Marvel's Avengers. God, I hope that thing's good. <laughs> so do I. Wasteland 3. No. Maneater. No. The greatest game of all time, The Last of Us Part 2. Don't sing its praises until you played it. Yes, I will be purchasing it. The greatest game of all time. Easy there, buddy. I, I, I've played it. And the last game. Uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads. There you go. So, obviously, I'm really looking forward to Marvel's Avengers and The Last of Us Part 2. And as I just said, Alex, I have played part of the game already. Part of, not the whole game. True. But it's more Last of Us, and that's what I'm looking for. And you already know how much I love The Last of Us. Uh, Alex, you interested in any of this besides The Last of Us? Uh, no, not really. Yield. Yeah. Fucking hell. What? You know what I'm asking you. You did this to me. Yeah, I already told you what I was interested in when you read it. Oh, I'm sorry. Marvel's Avengers and The Last of Us. All right. And now, with release dates still to be determined, which I don't think this is actually up to date, because I think we have a couple dates on these already. But uh, these are PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games. Elden Ring. No. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. No. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. I'm interested, but I'm hesitant. Uh, Godfall. No. You didn't like Godfall at the... No. Awards? No. Hmm. I'm interested in that one. Gods and Monsters? No. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga? Absolutely. And I think we have a release date for that, don't we? I'm not for sure. Did we get a release date on in the latest trailer? I can't remember. Let me look. Alright, why are you doing that? The next game, No Straight Roads? No. Outriders? No. Tales of Arise? Pass. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine? Pass. Watch Dogs Legion? Pass. I'm going to get that. And I don't know if this is XIII or 13. I don't know how to say that. Is it Final Fantasy? No, it just says XIII, which I don't know if that's the name or we're supposed to pronounce it 13. It's in Roman numerals, so I don't know the game well enough to know like what they're going for there. Let's just say thirteen. Uh, okay, 
We're going to go with 13. Alex, you interested in any of those? I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, but that's about it. Like, I, I don't really buy a ton of games these, you know, these days, so Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two are probably the only things that I know about right now that I'm uh, picking up, especially since I'm not planning to buy a PlayStation 5 upon release. That makes two of us. Okay, I just Googled 13. Apparently, this was a game that came out for the PC, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. And it came out in November of 2003. So, I don't know if this is a remake. I feel like I've heard that what? name before. But, I I mean, I feel like it's associated to a game called Killer7. But, I, I, I'm not exactly sure if there's a connection there. Uh, let's see. I just Googled it. And Wikipedia says, 13 is a first-person shooter video game loosely based on the five volumes of the 1984 Belgian graphic novel series of the same name. Developed and published by Ubisoft, it was released in November 2003 for PC, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. An Xbox version of the game released at the same time was developed by South End Interactive, while an OSX version was developed by Zonic. Published by Feral Interactive and released the following year in June 2004. Designed with a comic book style shell-shaded presentation, the game incorporates single-player and multiplayer game modes. The game's main story focuses on a player in the role of a confused and anemic man who searches for his identity after being found stranded on a beach and slowly finds himself caught up in the conspiracy by a group who aim to overthrow the government having already assassinated the President of the United States, in which the man is wanted by the FBI for the crime. Bum, bum, so, bum. I don't know. so I don't know if this is a remake, or what? I mean, it would have to be, right? Lego Skywalker Saga says 2020. There is no official release date yet. 10-4. Alright, so I'm interested in Ghost of Tsushima, but I'm a little uh, hesitant about it. Godfall, the Lego Star Wars, obviously, and Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, oh, you, you kind of told us what we were going to have to go through the list. Alex, what are you interested in? I already told you that, big guy. He said, he said Ghost of Shishima. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I was, when I was Googling that, I knew somebody was talking. No, it's fine. I, I, I'm there for him. I heard him. All right. So, uh, overall, I mean... I, I don't think you guys are getting a PlayStation 5 at launch, are you? No. I already said no. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess I'm the only one that's getting a PlayStation 5 at launch. Well, yeah, you get everything at launch, so that's not a surprise. I'm probably getting three of them. Hey, Alex, we're getting PlayStation 5s. <laughs> What'd you say, Alex? New Year, same tricky. Uh, hey, well, listen, I see, I, I was talking to the goddess about this. I was like, generally, I, you know, I want a PlayStation 5. And the fair thing to do is if I get one PlayStation 5, I have to put it in the living room so me and the guys can play. But if that, if I put it in the living room, that means I can't stream with it. So that means I have to put it in the office. So the only fair thing is to get two of them. I love that you live in one of the most expensive cities in the U.S. to live, and you're buying, like, three, five PlayStations. Three, f- three to five. I got what you were saying there. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying three. So one's going to go to my studio, one's going to go to my living room, and the other one's going to go in my work case so I can bring it to work with me. 
And I love that after all these generations of video games, and again, living in New York, none of that sounds crazy to you. Hey. It's uh, what happens when you have a good paying job. All right. So with that being said, let's go into our Facebook questions. Alex, you want to bring in our Facebook questions? Uh, I didn't see if there were any. I saw that you posted, but you posted late, so I didn't notice any specific questions. All right. Well, we have two questions. The first one is, well, actually both from uh, Andrew. His first question is, I imagine these are already topics for the show. Uh, but what are you looking forward to most in 2020 games wise? And do you have any game centric new idea, new year's resolutions? Well, we did our resolutions last year and I think we just covered our, our 2020 games in our, in our topic of the week. Anything you guys want to add to that? Uh, well, I'd like to hear something about skull and bones this year. Okay. Me too. So I was really looking forward to that a couple of years ago. All right. Uh, His next question is, this may be a drama-inducing question, but what are your thoughts on Kind of Funny bringing back the PS I Love You XOXO? And he says he understands if we skip this question. Uh, I'm going to put it out to you. You guys aren't really into the Kind of Funny community, are you? No. No, I didn't really follow Greg or Colin after they left IGN. So when they went off and did that, I kind of tuned them out. Not like because of out of any disrespect or the fact that I didn't like them or anything. It's just over the years, my podcast intake has shrunk and I'm only now getting back to where I'm actually listening to more podcasts. So I kind of missed the kind of funny boat when they switched over. All right. So for anybody that doesn't know, uh, once uh, Colin and Greg left uh, IGN, as Alex alluded to, Greg and Colin. I didn't allude to it. Launched... I straight up said it. Okay. Boom. Okay. As Alex said, uh, after a while of them being gone, uh, they launched their own PlayStation podcast called PlayStation uh, PS I Love You XOXO uh, because they couldn't name it PS I Love You because of uh, copyright reasons for the movie. And XOXO just kind of fit in because not only are there the kisses and hugs part. But it also matches the PlayStation buttons, the main buttons you press. Uh, now with the backstory. What, is this everyone's first uh, day play, playing on a DualShock? <laughs> uh, <laughs> after a while, I don't know uh, how many of our listeners know, but there was uh, some things that happened with Colin, and Colin was just getting uh, unhappy with doing video games. He really wanted to go back into politics and do uh, his, you know, go back to what he loved, which is history. Uh, and something happened. It was a story that broke the cow's back, and then they stopped doing PS I Love You uh, XOXO. Uh, me knowing all this and being friends with Greg and Colin, I kind of know everything that's happening. Uh, with them bringing the show back, my feelings are I understand kind of funny bringing the, their PlayStation show back. I don't necessarily agree with uh, the new co host with Greg. I don't think, um, and, and no shade to him at all. Uh, I just don't think he has the clout to carry such a, uh, uh, the history with that show. I don't think he has an, enough respect and whatnot. And hopefully, you know, I wish him the best and, you know, hopefully he earns the respect with the show. I just, it's big shoes to, to fill. 
And I don't know if that's uh, something that I'm ready to participate, but I'm, or participate in. But obviously, I'm going to take a listen, and I wish everybody the best. I just I'm I'm a little worried about uh, uh, blessing filling that spot. So that's how I feel. It's always kind of a weird thing when one of the original creators is left out of a show that's returning. Um, like, I don't know, like, I've been on some podcasts before that went away, like, after a while, and how would I feel if, you know, the podcast, like, say, like, something happened to one of us, or, like, Tricky decided to stop doing Trophy Horrors, like, it would feel weird to continue doing Trophy Horrors without him, because this was the show that he created. So, for me, like, not that it can't be done, like, like, from a quality standpoint, not that it can't be a good podcast, but it's always weird. And like, you, you always get the idea that there might be weird feelings by somebody who's not included in something that they help create. I mean, it kind of happens all the time, but you got to imagine there's always some kind of like, you would hope that Greg went to Colin and said, Hey, I'm going to do this, but you never really know. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that it's just, I, I understand them doing a PlayStation show and whatnot. Um, but I, I just, I don't know if I, I would feel differently, say, if they gave the show a different name. Uh, you know, I, it just kind of feels like with them using the, the the name and the spot, I just think that they're putting Blessing into Colin's spot. And like I said, no shade towards Blessing because I, I don't know him personally. I just don't know if doing that is the right move i mean to be fair it kind of opens him up to some fire on the internet whether it's you know deserved or not there are going to be people who you know really like colin moriarty and like what he did on the show and people will probably take shots or just kind of write the show off completely because colin has been kind of replaced on the show because you know the internet i mean even i mean even you know in the response uh and the the in the little time this has been posted uh Somebody responded to that last question to Andrew's question and wrote hashtag Colin for life. So you you take that as it is, which is unnecessary because let's be honest, Colin doesn't know who the fuck that guy is, nor does he really care. Well, Colin knows who Blessing is. No, but the guy who said Colin for life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like why why are you showing some kind of like love for a guy? Like yes, you can you know, be a listener and support him, but, like, writing shit like that as against somebody else when that person doesn't know who the fuck you are, like, like, what, how kind of delusional are you, or what kind of delusional are you to do that do stupid shit? Alright. Uh, Yield? Yes? Now that you know all the backstory, how do you feel? Uh, I don't really have a solid opinion one way or another. Only, I mean, because I, like Alex said, you know, when they went off and did their own thing, I know they're doing their own thing. I know Colin left shortly thereafter and went to go do his own thing on top of that. And so I wasn't listening to the show beforehand, so I can't sit here and say, yeah, I'm cool with it or no, I'm not cool with it. Yeah, like I said, I just want to reiterate, I'm not throwing any shade towards Blessing in any way, shape, or form. I just think it's big shoes to follow and that uh, he, he's going to have a rough time. Uh, like I said, if, if they were to name the show something differently, I don't know if I would feel any differently, but I think actually it would have been better for them to actually uh, change the name 
But I understand why. I they mean, did. to be honest, I think the best thing to do is if you're planning on doing this, if you're Greg Miller, just go to Colin and say, "Hey, I'm planning on doing this. You know, I hope that I would have your blessing, even though you've left the show, to you know take this back on again." I think that would be the best course. But at the end of the day, if he feels like it's the best move and he really wants to do it, then you know, more power to him. Go ahead and you know do what you want. I feel like if he were to do it without you know Colin's blessing, since you know Colin left, I don't think he really owes him an apology either. Well, and, and to be fair, Colin on his new site has already launched a new PlayStation podcast podcast called Sacred Symbols. So, I mean, Colin's already doing his own PlayStation show. So, I think you know, no offense to his uh, his title there, but I feel like that would be a much better as a uh, Shadow of the Colossus podcast. Well, just they, my hot well, take. Well, Sacred Symbols is the code name for the PlayStation symbols, so. Whose code names? It's the internet's name for the the. Oh, the internet! So nobody imports his name. Yeah. No official name. Oh, why are you such a hater, man? Uh, because I was watching a retrospective on uh, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, and uh, oh people boy. were talking oh about how, like, Ahmed Best, the guy who played Jar Jar, uh, got death threats because he played Jar Jar. And that just makes me feel like, oh, the internet's fucking stupid, and people are stupid, and Star Wars fans are fucking stupid. Yes, well, the same people gave, uh, uh, what was her name in the last Star Wars movie? I want to say Trey. It Kelly doesn't Trey. matter. Point is, the internet's stupid, and that's why I ha- I'm kind of jaded in my response like that. All right. Let's close out the show with some sh- uh, housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up. Uh, we're, we've got videos. They're on YouTube. We got videos on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash proving gamer. And we can tell you how you can sub for free later. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number yield 330 proven 9 330 776 8369. Alex, what's the email? Trophy yours at proven gamer.com. And and you get a hold of us on Twitter. Contact the site at Proving Gamer. Contact the show at Trophy Yours. Contact me at Tricky Wick. Contact Yielded. I yield to no one. And contact uh, Alex at Saundersaurus Rex. Alex, you still using Twitter? Here and there, a little bit. Okay. Apparently, somebody pointed out the other day, my Twitter feed is nothing but PSN profiles updates. Yeah, and you gave me yes. crap for not being on Twitter very much. I did. There's, like, social media, like, with so many social media outlets, it's too much to keep up with these days. Yeah, I mean, like, if somebody hits me up on a message on Twitter, I respond, but I don't, uh, I don't go searching every day. Uh, sorry. Uh, where are we at? Contact information. Uh, podcast. If you listen to this podcast, pack. I'll take that out of the show. You know, when you do stuff like that, you don't got to tell me to take out of the show or patch something in. I, I figure I can handle it at this point. You're just making more work for me. Yes, but then you actually don't patch it out of the show. Uh, if I don't patch something out of the show, it's because I think it should stay in. I know. If you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Be sure to listen to our other podcasts, PG Spoilers and Game Stuff. Uh, none of the podcasts or any podcast services right now, but that hopefully will get fixed. If you are listening to this, uh, obviously you've gotten it the only way you could have gotten it. And I will remind you guys in the Facebook group uh, that the only way you can currently get the show is by the direct link on the website. Uh, so yeah, join our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com. 
I don't know what the direct link is. Uh, Facebook.com backslash groups backslash TW podcast. And uh, it is a closed group, but all you have to do is request to come in. Glad, I'm glad that we got you the TW there and that address before the Turtle Wars podcast. Oh, by the way, I have some news about our PlayStation 4 community for the podcast. But I have to test out my theory first. Because I think I figured a way to spoof the system. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm shaking in my chair right now because I have to pee. Uh, PlayStation 4 communities. One's gamer. There's one for the podcast called T-Doubles Brothel, but hopefully soon to be changed. And there's one for Yield to give his uh, quarterly, weekly? Quarterly. And so you're due. Yes, I am due, which will be sent to Alex in time to patch it into the end of the show before Wednesday. All right, Alex, I need to take over the sponsors because I have to use Little Boy's Room. Yield, do you want to do sponsors for me? Extra Life is a 24-hour, 25-hour, so it's always on. Daylight Savings. Video game charity event where you go to extra-life.org. You can create a team, join a team. Proven Gamer has a team. And what you do is you sign up and you collect monies from friends, family members, coworkers, whoever. 100% of the money that's donated to you goes to a Children's Miracle Network hospital of your choosing. Hey, Tricky's back. Cover my brains out. Okay. You can finish the sponsors. I just did Extra Life. I was going to do the other ones? No, I just started. Oh, I pawned it off on Yield. He pawned it off on uh, me. Now I'm pawning it back off on you. One way that you can help Proven Gamer out, we give you all this great free content, but we would like you to help us just in a very simple way. We know that you shop on Amazon, you know, regardless of whether you're a Prime member or you shop, you know, once a month or, you know, just get toilet paper from there, however you shop. Please go to ProvenGamer.com first and click on the link that will take you straight to the Amazon page. From there, you can do all your normal shopping. It doesn't take you all that much extra effort, and it does help out the site tremendously. We are also in a partnership with Humble Bundle. Go to HumbleBundle.com to see what they have put on offer this month. Every month, they bundle together digital media. Uh, Probably what you will care about most is the PC game section. There are tiered list bundles of games. You pay what you want for the bundle. The more you pay, the more that you'll get, hence the tiered portion of that so yeah go go to humblebundle.com to see what they're offering and sign up for their electronic newsletter while you're there to get the uh regular download on what they are uh offering all right and our patreon patreon.com backslash proven gamer there's going to be new tiers on there there's going to be a proven game uh, trophy horse tier there's going to be a uh tricky thoughts tier and there's going to be a game stuff tier. Uh, this way you can go support what show you want. And there's also going to be a tier that supports all three if you if that's what you choose to do. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the only way you're going to be able to hear Tricky Thoughts is by subscribing to that tier. Uh, we wanted to keep that separate from Proven Gamer uh, somewhat. So we're not going to be posted on the site. We're only going to be posting it on the Patreon for the people that want to hear it. If you want to listen to the podcast uh, that'll make you scream in t- <laughs> while in your car while riding to work, tricky thoughts. 
I, I, Alex, I actually want you to come on to an episode with me. I mean, I'll get real animated because you're talking about political and religious stuff, and you know how animated I get about that stuff. Well, that's the thing. You choose the topic that you want to come on, and we discuss it in a nice, civilized manner. Yeah, we can discuss it in a real civilized manner, but you know, with my opinions and how strong they are, that there are people, you know, that don't have, don't share the same opinions as me that are will gladly tussle with me in a, uh, in a one-on-one standoff, and I am more than willing to meet people in the middle on that. Well, see, that's the point of the show, is that me and you, like, we take a topic, we choose it. We talk about it in a nice, calm, civilized manner. This way we don't have people chirping in ears. You you hear me out. I hear you out. And at the end of the day, we don't have to agree. We just had a conversation about what the other side's seeing and what we're feeling. And we can discuss all of that. So, uh, that's being said, let's close out the show with some shout-outs. Alex, your shout-outs first, sir. Give a shout out to the listeners, the fuel to the fire of this trophy horse. Thank you all very much for dedicating some time to us every week. Uh, we know that your time is precious, so we appreciate that you have continued to support the show and help push the show to greater heights. Uh, we're on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, all these different things, including CJ's favorite, Deezer. Uh, and it's all because of you all, so thank you all very much for your continued support. Give a shout out to CJ as well as Sid, as well as Steven, as well as Tricky and Yield, who were here to record with me, as well as Donnie. We always love giving shout-outs to Donnie. Awesome Jay, always Fuck rolling. Donnie. You know the, the old crew, the OG crew. And uh, yeah, lastly, I want to give a shout-out to my awesome girlfriend, Ashley. I love you, honey. Thank you for being patient. And uh, yeah, those will be my shout-outs for this week. Yield. Shout-out to Tricky and Alex for recording tonight. Shout-out to you! The pimps and the madams of the whoredom for downloading, listening, interacting, everything that we do. Uh, and I'm gonna call that I'm gonna call that a shout out for the year, for the start of the year. All right, and I want to give a shout out to the goddess. Give a shout out to Sweet Mama D, and a shout out to all the listeners to deal with all our shenanigans and all the other times. Uh, trust me, we are greatly appreciated to it. Uh, so if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Bye. Later. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines.